Boys and girls, it's only a franchise buys games in it. It's the weekly game news podcast hosted by none other than titular protagonist, old franchise, that would be me, by the way, and producer of the show, the slippery devil himself, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. Preloaded and ready to go. Preloaded and ready to go. I want. I think if we should possibly preloaded should come as like, we'll, we'll turn that into your catchphrase. We'll turn it into like, I don't know, some sort of cool gimmick for you and then we'll get some t-shirts printed. Preloaded. Preloaded, but like, it would refer exclusively to alcohol and your inebriated state. Yes. Two men with 60 plus years of gaming. I'm I'm, I'm not going to say, I don't want to say experience in the games industry because outside of a small stint of work in a game, like... What it is is just two men who've played games for combined over sixty years. So what is that? Is that experience? Would you say that was experience? Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's product experience. Product experience, <laughs> consumer experience. Consumer experience. There we go. Over sixty plus years of consumer experience betwixt the two of us. Um, Nice guy, Johnny. Let us not stand on ceremony, sir. We'll start this show the same way we start every show. With a little bit of, uh, what are you playing? Well, I carved myself out a good few hours. Sorry, carved myself out a good few hours. (laughs) I carved myself out. I carved myself out of wood. (laughs) (laughs) I removed my organs with a spoon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what you been playing, Johnny? What you been playing? Control. Get in soon. Get in soon. I, I sat in there for for a good few hours. I don't think I progressed as much because I started trip advising the hell out of it because I was, I just got into a horrible feeling that I'm gonna miss something. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of them powers. There's a couple of them powers that are easy to miss, by the way. So I've managed to get all the the weapon types now. Yeah. Which which is kind of I feel I've got that early on actually, so it makes um. It's interesting now when you're engaging. Yeah, yeah. The, the enemies, particularly because I'm seeing different ones now. Mm-hmm. And I've died a few times. I'm not going to admit. I'm not going to deny that, that I've died a few times. <laughs> I thought you like, I've died a few times. I'm not going to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> you just did. Just did. <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> Reverse it. <laughs> uh, Remove that in the edit. <laughs> so is that... Because I... I there's things that happen, so I'll be doing one mission and suddenly there'll be something like an alert come up and say this, you need to get to this part of the, the the map or something to deal with this certain influx of enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, and generally I've had my ass handed to me on those occasions. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, but great, great, no, game. I, great game. I'm no closer to piecing things together, but I don't think I'm... I'm at I finished that game and I'm no closer to piecing that game together. Oh, good. I just, I just loved it. I just loved it. I just loved it. I loved the world building, even though I didn't understand what was happening. I loved the world building. And like, for something that doesn't tell you, doesn't really hold your hand in terms of how to do things, it's very intuitive. And like, you start picking like things up, and so when you're doing your tactics and like things in in your battle and your engagements, and you're like, all right, that okay, I'm, I've got this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't feel like a fish out of water. It's, it's challenging. But I don't. I'm not like you know cocking my head to the side. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> so it's it's quite. A, it's I, do you quite know? What it, there's one um, thing I fucking loved about that game, which I don't think any other game's done. 
possibly the only other game that's come close is Battlefield. Is it just that game control feels like the top layer? I'd say of about uh, I don't know what feels like twelve inches. The top twelve inch layer of every single surface is destructible. That's what that game feels like. You can just rip chunks off the floor, off the wall, off fucking anywhere. Just it comes off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's I, I thought that didn't that didn't get the chops it deserved. It was like the top layer of everything was destructible. Yeah, is, the interactive environment is... Yeah, is, yeah absolutely, uh, absolutely. Something you, right, you, you probably don't realise it until you start actually really paying attention. Yeah. And the level of detail actually within the world building is, is there, you know. Like particularly when you go in the science blocks and all the post-it notes and things like that. Yeah. They're all, there's, there's so much detail thrown into it. It's not just throwaway stuff. No, no. It all, it's all serves a purpose. To the, to, it's just all world building. There's a couple of there's a couple of bits. Have you fought? Um, there's two things that are hated the fight, and one of them I'm sure was a clock, and the other one was a fridge. Have you fought either the clock or the fridge yet? No. <laughs> well, look, keep your eyes open for your fight coming with the clock and the fridge, because they're fucking awful. Right. Okay. <laughs> I got my fucking ass handed to me so many times fighting the clock in the fridge. I'm sure it was a clock. It was a grandfather clock, I'm sure. A clock in a fridge. I've fought, fought some things recently that seemed to heal themselves. Which yeah. Was new. Aye. And that, that was, that was, that's what killed us, really. But no, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was good to carve out for a few hours and just dedicate it to, into it. But just spend some, spend some good quality single player game in time. Yes. Um, and other than that, obviously there's a, a Obligatory uh, Warzone. Yeah. Um, uh, our, our dose of Minecraft madness. Yeah. <laughs> on a Monday. Yeah. Um, but new for me this week, Fortnite. Johnny, nice guy. Johnny is only finally playing Fortnite. We are, was it? Fucking chapter two, season six. And nice guy Johnny's finally jumped into Fortnite. Uh, primal. I played the. I played the I- I played at the end of chapter five. You played the end of chapter five and then jumped into season oh, season six. Season five, sorry. Yeah, season five. Chapter two, season five, uh, and then jumped into season six. Let's just fucking get into it, right? Let me just do you the favour of um, the what have I been playing section because all I've been playing is competitive multiplayer shooters. I've played nothing new. I've played nothing with any story behind it. I have been in a place where I have literally worked for the day job i have done nothing but work for what feels like i don't even know anymore and the the windows of time i'm getting to to play games i just want to dip in play something and dip out i don't have the luxury of time right now uh, and when i do have time i'm fucking knackered so it's like right i just want to get in there multiplayer game quick drop in Shoot, shoot, bang, bang, dead or win, and then back out. So it's been Apex on Switch, it's been Fortnite on Switch and Xbox, and it's been Warzone. They're the three games that I've been playing. Battle Royals, I've been playing Battle Royals, exclusively playing Battle Royals. Uh, so let's that, that being said, let's jump into what was the most iconic Sunday afternoon of casual gaming. 
followed by a Wednesday stream over at twitch.tv slash the franchise. So we, out of the blue on a Sunday, uh, I'd logged on. I was going to play some Apex on the Xbox. I saw you were there. I was like, oh, if Johnny's online, maybe he wants to play some multiplayer. Uh, and you did. You said, yeah, you know, right, I'll, I'll jump in. You weren't actively playing it, but it was there. It was on. It was, you know, ticking away in the background. So it was the first time we'd jumped into Fortnite, back into season five. Nice guy, Johnny. Five games we played that day. Yeah, we did. Five wins in a row. Five wins. Five wins in a row. In Fortnite <laughs> duels. What what an experience that was. What a what a something like that. Something something just fucking clicked that. Now I racked my brains. I was like, is this is this a, an SBMM type? issue skill-based matchmaking is it because johnny's never played it before and i play it regularly so we've been put in a lobby with an absolute load of noobs and we've slayed because we've carried some level of war zone skill which we play regularly we've carried some level of above average war zone skill into fortnite against a bunch of kids and that's why we had high kill games uh, and we were getting five wins in five games and to my knowledge, I can't find this anywhere. But I, I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But it, it appears skill-based matchmaking has not been a Fortnite for a long time because they didn't do it very well when skill skill-based matchmaking was in Fortnite, so they removed it. So we took that in mind and thought, "Fucking, let's keep going here. Let's see if we can keep the streak alive." The, you are the, the Undertaker right now. You were the, the Undertaker WrestleMania moment of Fortnite. So on Wednesday on stream, we jumped in. And first two games, back-to-back wins. wins. So that was seven wins seven. in seven games. Seven. And then uh, the world fell apart after that. And then it all went off a cliff, really. Yeah, and then it, it fell off a fucking cliff after that point. I mean, we're still doing all right, but the... We weren't getting the wins after that point. So, how do you feel? I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Right? Yeah. For two reasons, right? One, the wins. Right? Obviously, no obviously. Denying. That is a fucking special feeling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but just for like you know, just to play something else, a competitive multiplayer. Mm-hmm. That's not for. Uh, that's not Warzone. Yeah. Right. Not riddled with the, you know, the annoyances. Bugs, oh, cheaters, Bug. cheaters, you know, just bots. A drip feed of content. Yeah. Let's be fair. Yeah, yeah. Just to come, into, just to come into something like you know, and you you can have people, you know, come. Let's look the graphical fidelity and its real worldism for Warzone. That's uh-huh. what it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah. Fortnite is it? It's not. Whatever you, if you want to call it cartoony, I don't think so. Look, we're playing it on Series X. It looks stunning, by the way. Yeah, it does. Opinion. Yeah, it does. Absolutely like, does. But, you know, people can complain about it saying, oh, it's a cartoon game. It's a fucking tight, tight shooter. Very game. tight shooter. Right. And polished to fuck. It knows exactly what it's doing. Oh, aye. Right? Like that, it's cheap. Uh, chapter 2, Season 6. But I just, you know, it was just a joy to play. You know, for a, I haven't casual game for a while. On a, on a weekend you know it's not it's usually been saving it for the streams streams and stuff but that was just a joy just to play it, it was, was it, you know what I mean? it was. 
it was just difficult. I I enjoyed that a few hours. <laughs> I mean, even the winds put the cherry on the on the on the cake. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it, it, if 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 we hadn't got the winds, it still would have been enjoyable. But overall, as a package, that was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it again. Let's do it again. We'll be doing it again. We'll be absolutely doing it again, uh, without question. I think I'm gonna de- dedicate one of the stream days to Fortnite moving forward. I think Wednesday is probably is going to be our Fortnite day on uh, on stream because I'm I'm really enjoying Fortnite at the minute, and that's if you're not enjoying what you're streaming, you're not in there for the right reason. So you've got to keep fresh, don't you? So, so. And I need to keep it fresh for me. Warzone is uh, as I've said this time and time again. You can have games in Warzone where you don't have any aimbots or any hackers or any fucking. I don't get stream sniped. I'm nowhere near big enough to get stream sniped. But like, I know that's a big problem for bigger streamers. But like, every now and again, you can have a game where there's none of that, and you just perform at an above average level, and your you, your shots are fucking hitting, and you you're just having a fucking great time, and then you get the win. And yeah. there's the that feeling. Because the winds are so rare because of the conditions you're up against on a day-to-day basis with fucking bugged fucking the, the meta, every fucker's using the org or every fucker's using the grow or every fucker's using the Origin 12. The meta changes with, with every update and every gun that gets fucking buffed to within an inch of its life and it's just a killing machine at 200 fucking metres for some reason. But like because of all of the conditions that are against you when you get a win on Warzone, it just feels like something else. Especially if you're not playing, like, if you're playing public lobbies as well, with all, like, the fucking hackers and that. It's just something else. But Fortnite is just an enjoyable game from start to finish. And just the, the stuff in it as well, you know what I mean? It's like, it's still a, you know, get down, get tooled up, fight. Yeah. But even so, with the the advent of season six, where they brought in, was it primal, wasn't it? Primal is the is the new season. So and I, and I can't say anything about the other seasons because I haven't been around in, at all. This is my yeah. first first time. But there, there's there's a whole crafting section to it now in this one of upgrading weapons. As yeah. Well. And so mm-hmm. There's these added added experiences that just that is new. You know what I mean? And like I've always t- heard about people talking about the like. Let's throw PUBG out there. You know the the loot kind of game in that is different. Yeah. And Apex, an Apex to itself. You know what I mean? It, it, this is something that's completely devoid in Warzone at present. Yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, I yeah. Um, those weapons at the end of season five, though. <laughs> the the I like I was enjoying season five weapons a lot, especially the rifles. I was a, I was a massive fan of the rifles in season five. I was just getting kills from just ridiculous distance with them rifles. It was just ridiculous things of just like someone jumping out of the sand, and just like I'm just gonna wait for you to land, boom in the face. I clipped that. That's uh, that is on that is on my Instagram right now. If anybody wants to see it, there's a a beautiful moment of a perfectly timed rifle shot of somebody bursting out of the sand. But uh, yeah, those those weapons will be a miss. Moving into Primal. The things I like about Primal, one, it was the sort of like they've they've carried on this Jonesy story arc with the zero point. Uh and he's summoned in the foundation to help repair the zero point. Uh the foundation who clearly was the rock. 
clearly that was The Rock. I think there's been some debate of, was it The Rock? That's clearly The Rock. Like, The Rock, on his Instagram, <laughs> literally <laughs> talked about the foundation. Like, on that day, it's definitely The Rock. It's got The Rock's chest tattoo. It's got the, like, it's The Rock. Clearly The Rock. Anybody who thinks Fortnite isn't still a big game, by the way, the, it's the Russo brothers directed... As you've just told me, the Russo brothers directed that cutscene. Well, it was the, basically the, the the single player. That experience. single that that little single player experience. The Russo brothers directed that, and The Rock is in it. As the foundation, I mean, how where? People say it's a dead game. Absolutely fucking not. Don't be ridiculous. It's not a dead game. But the, the, the additions in, in the new season of Fortnite with the wolves, essentially not just wolves, it's like animals on the map. So some of them are hostile, some of them are not. Chickens, frogs, not hostile. Uh, boars, packs of wolves, hostile. Uh, and firsthand, I'll tell you, they are game changers because yeah. I was playing it, uh, I was playing solos and... I was on. I was having the game of my life. I was on something like ten or eleven kills. I'd had a really good drop. I'd murdered a lot of people. I was in the final ten. I thought, I'm, you know, when confidence is high, when you run in and you get ten kills, it's like you've got this edge about you where you can't you can't be beaten. Like that's the edge. I've killed ten people already. There is no challenge for me. And when you approach uh, like a competitive game like that with that mindset. If you've got that that little bit of confidence, I I think you potentially you're not unbeatable because you could come up against a fucking killer, but you are better than you would normally perform. Uh, and I went at somebody. I saw them hiding in a bush, and I went at them. And what I didn't see they were hiding in the bush was because there was a pack of wolves on the other side of the bush, and the wolves <laughs> attacked me while I was in a firefight with this person, and the wolves killed us. The person didn't. The wolves killed us. And I thought, the fucking absolute cheek of it for me to be on a tear and then to die to a fucking PvE, essentially. So they definitely make the difference. And obviously when you kill them, you get bones and you can do your, your crafting and whatnot. Low-level crafting of weapon weapon upgrades on the fly with with parts, materials and stuff. But uh, I, I'm... I'm, 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 I fly the flag for Fortnite and have done for a while, but that flag's that, that the flag waving seems to be getting more aggressive with <laughs> with each and every day that passes by. I'm I'm, I'm champion in that game, but that's well, uh, I'm very much looking forward to jumping back in. So. Yeah, we need to jump into Apex as well because I'm also very much enjoying that game at the minute. I I'll do that. I'll definitely jump back in again. Very much enjoying Apex at the minute. Uh, We'll 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 segue straight into the old choice cuts, Johnny. We'll obviously Fortnite one out of the way first. The the Russo brothers, the Rock. That's 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 the big news. Is is it the Rock? Yes, it clearly is. But uh, what else? What else do we have on said docket this evening, sir? Well, sir, um, we were talking about uh, PlayStation VR a few weeks ago. We were and. The- and the next level of VR and what is that going to entail? And mm-hmm. what did you want? Thumbsticks. And you, what did you want? Thumbsticks. Uh, <laughs> what are you getting? Thumbsticks. <laughs> so yeah, so um, I think PlayStation. There's 
on the PlayStation blog. Yeah. Um, they announced what the new VR on PlayStation 5, so VR 2, in mm-hmm. effect, what the, the hand controller is going to look like. They look pretty smart. They look more like a um, they look more like a like a Valve Index or whatever the yeah. fuck it's called type controller. Not a. It looks as though they're going to have either sensor based tracking or camera tracking from the headset, not particularly the camera. Current generation of PSVR, which I do have, you Johnny, you've experienced it in in mine as well, is the camera tracks the light of your headset and it also tracks the light of the move ones to take your motion and translate that into the game these new sort of hand ones for for want of a better word the sort of like encompass your fist and within that you've got thumbsticks and they're sort of like it's almost like the framework for boxing gloves almost that's the best way to describe it yeah like an orb around your like an orb around your fists and i can only imagine because there's clearly no light source on these fucking things so it's not the camera that's going to be tracking them it's going to be next level tracking so it's either going to be sensor tracking which is requires a lot of processing power i think uh, well possibly not because i mean the way did it so I, I i don't honestly know but um without having some sort of integration or some infrared which you couldn't see on that picture. It could be infrared. I'd be disappointed if it was, but you you couldn't see any indication of infrared. But no. I'm thinking it's possibly either sensors or built-in tracking into the headset. So there'll be cameras on the headset looking there's outward so the cameras can see your hands. Very much like um, Oculus Quest. I believe it's the Quest 2. So there's an outward-facing camera and you set your play boundary using the outward facing camera so you look through the headset almost and you create your boundary on the floor and then if you walk out of that space then it comes on it's like real world camera like hang on a minute you're out outside the you're outside of your preset boundary here so get back in i don't know if they're going to go for that level of tech so yeah i'm uh, it's the thumbstick so I'm going to say I'm going to take full credit for that because I had to do it. Sony contacted me not too long ago and asked for my thoughts on PSVR. And I was very stern with Sony and I told them I want fucking thumbsticks. Thumbsticks. I fucking hate. I hate teleport. I hate teleport as a VR movement system. I'm aware thumbsticks comes with the caveat of get ready to be sick down yourself. I'm going to be sick, yeah. If you've got no sea legs, then get ready for some serious nausea and or vomiting because for, for you to control your movement with the thumbsticks, for you to start moving without your legs moving, yeah. that absolutely fucks your brain. Your brain does not handle that well, which is why a lot of games put like a, when you do turns and stuff, or if you're moving, the blur, you're, like you're very outer rim, you're outer sort of peripheral, the blur it. So your brain's like, whoa, hang on, what's that, what's that blurred for? It's not concentrating on the fact that you're moving without moving your legs. It's concentrating on the fact that your vision's gone blurry on the outside. And that sort of negates some of the nausea. But once you get your sea legs like full in, like far point, 
Four Point was a game where I went with total, like, all-in, thumbstick movement. At first, I felt very sick, but then by the end of it, running around with his thumbsticks felt absolutely fine. But I, I, I spent a lot of time in there, do you know what I mean? And that was only thumbsticks because it got the... It was bundled with the aim controller, the one that looked like a weird coat hanger, but yeah. uh-huh. in-game it looked like a fucking whatever gun you wanted it to be. <laughs> It was fucking. That was brilliant. That like that was that was a touch of class. That controller. Just such a shame that I'd, I so so few games actually took advantage of that controller. Well, it looks like from this point of view with these controllers here. So I'll just go, go through the features. So adaptive triggers, mm-hmm. uh, haptic feedback, finger touch detection on the on the buttons. Um, uh, here we go. Tracking the VR controller is tracked by the new VR headset. Through a tracking ring across the bottom of the controller. So that's oh, there you like, go. There you go. Um, but uh, if, if given what they've thrown into it, you know, yeah. you've got to think that there's going to be a lot more games that will take advantage of a full immersive VR experience. Has to be. Has to be. I still, I still want Walking Dead Saints and Sinners with better movement controls than that. I, I literally, I crave to be immersed in that game. I am. Begging somebody to immerse me in that game, but I cannot operate with that control system. It's so bad. It's so bad. But with thumbsticks, it would be a hell of a lot better. But then again, that means, although, would they have to? I'm thinking, would the developers have to, like, patch it to allow thumbstick movement? But I'm almost certain on other VR devices... They have thumbstick movement, so they might just be able to just put that cordon straight in. Might not be as big a job as as I hoped. But obviously there'll be other VR games coming with VR too. That'll London Studios is guaranteed to be working on one right now. Might be Blood and Truth 2. Who knows? Blood and Truth is a fucking brilliant game as well. There was some shit you could do on that game in VR that um I didn't even realise you could do. You could do literally you could do gun tricks in that game by like throwing the clip up and then like juggling the clip with the gun and at the right moment turning your gun upside down and the clip would just fall into your gun you could do shit like that and I didn't even realise you could do that until one of the fucking somebody on Twitter had uh, pointed it out showed us a YouTube video of all the cool little gun tricks you could do I need to fucking get my VR set back up actually I absolutely need to it's been too long it's been too long plus I need to lose some weight so Beat Saber is absolutely on the cards yeah good help yeah, yeah. yeah. well here's the thing I'm going to ask you then how much do you think it's going to be uh, you don't no less like no less than £300 that's my prediction for PSVR 2 no less than 300 I think if you start pushing towards no the f- no more than four hundred, because if you start pushing more than four hundred, you're getting dangerously close to the cost of an actual console. I mean, what is it? What are, I don't even know what the fuck I paid for my PS Five. Is it three fifty? Three fifty. So yeah, it, like no more than three fifty no, then. Is it three fifty four hundred? I can't remember how much I paid for it, Johnny. I just remember I. Simply had to have it, so I bought it. <laughs> I bought that. I bought it. The uh, whatever the price. I'm sure it's three fifty for the for the console. So you can't, you can't have a VR unit that you 
plug into the console that costs more than the console. So 300. I'm going to say 300 quid. I don't remember what I paid for my original PSVR, but I was fortunate in the fact that obviously I've got that horrible addiction. I mean, this this podcast is called Franchise Buys Games. Like that, that's a dead giveaway. I'd already bought Move Once for PS3 games. I'm sure, like, fucking, there was some weird magic book Harry Potter thing that I'd got Move Ones with. Or, no, no, it wasn't. I'll tell you what it was. It was, kill, it was, it was, it was kill, kill Zone. Kill Zone. I bought. Killzone and I bought the move wand and I bought the other one that didn't have the light bulb on the top but it had the thumbstick and I bought the very early, it was called the sharpshooter I'm sure, it was the the first iteration of the um, the aim controller the red one and you sort of clicked the light bulb in the front of the gun and that became your barrel essentially and you clicked the thumbstick into where the, the handle is and it became your trigger finger. Well, it wasn't actually a trigger. It was in... So if your right hand was on the, the, the grip and the trigger, the other... What not what was it called? There was the move wand, and then there was the other controller that didn't have the globe, but it had the thumbstick, which was like the, the companion controller. And that went in the foregrip. And you use the thumbstick and the foregrip to move you around, like strafe left and right and look, like move forward and back. And you use the actual gun, like very much Time Crisis-esque. To look about and shoot. To look around and shoot. And it was a kill, it was Killzone that did it. That's, so I'd bought a lot of the kit to play Killzone that way. And just I was fortunate that when I bought the VR, it was like, this game's played better with move ones. So like, oh, I've got them upstairs already. Mm-hmm. So I was very fortunate there. Otherwise, I'd have ended up spending an, uh, even more of a fortune on that whole setup. Well, it's coming. It's official. I don't know when it's coming, actually. Yeah, 2022, probably. But um, Next year, at the earliest, I think. We can't even get PS5 consoles into the hands of the people who want exactly. them, Johnny. So... Exactly. That's, that's, that's my thing. You know, just, I need a PS5 console. We could, if if we can't get the console into the people's hands, there's absolutely no way we're going to put... They're not going to take semiconductors that would need to go in the PSVR units and sacrifice PS5s for that. Yeah. When the demand for the, the PS5 is so high. And this is just a look at the handset at the moment. You know, obviously, you know, the, the, the meat of it will be the actual headset itself. Mm-hmm. Once the specs part. So, but it's it, it started, so... We can move on. Uh, next thing I've got on my uh, on the docket is touching on Game Pass again. Okay. To be fair, because Game Pass is in uh, the the most <laughs> fucking outlandishly great value service currently available in gaming. Game Pass. Yes. Yes. And only getting bigger. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, where do we start? In this one, so like obviously we talked about Bethesda last week, yeah, and things coming there, and was it like twenty Bethesda titles, yeah, coming, um, of which a, a five of them at least I think benefit from FPS upgrade boosts. Boost, yeah, um, and then 
what's coming soon again. Obviously, uh, the big news is Outriders will launch via Game Pass on day one. Yes, correct, correct. So for, ev- for everyone who pre-ordered it, hey, well done. But then there's a coming soon at the end of March. There's like you know, Octopath Travelers coming to console and PC. Uh, Yakuza Squadrons is finally is coming to Squadrons is yeah Uh, yeah that's right. Um, in in terms of EA Play, that's now launched on Game Pass for PC. It is. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, When you said you were gonna. get into the Game Pass thing, I thought, right, I'll, I'll get this ready. So right now, EA Play is available on the PC, uh, and the games in this are The Sims 4, Squadrons, Command & Conquer Remastered, Madden, Jedi, FIFA, Battlefield, Battlefront, Need for Speed, Titanfall, Away Out, Anthem, uh, Rip, Crisis, fucking uh, Burnout, Dragon Age, Dead Space... Uh, a lot dungeon keeper a lot of the fucking titles what dungeon keeper is that because if that's classic dungeon keeper no, i'm absolutely I'm just... fucking installing the cunt immediately apologies <laughs> apologies for the c-bomb i forgot what podcast i was on <laughs> oh dear oh dear oh dear let me have a look at that this is what dungeon keeper does to me oh we the amount of time you and i played dungeon keeper on your old pc rig Released wow. it in 1997. That's got to be classic Dungeon Keeper, surely. Yeah, that is. Yep. Is it? Requires EA desktop. Well, it must be because it'll be classic because it'll be old school Windows or something. So you need a emulator. Oh my days. Oh my days. Stop the podcast immediately. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> It is now. It is now. Boys and girls, uh, some fucking shit went down this week. Goodbye. (laughs) No, carry on. Carry on, Johnny. Carry on. How can you? How can you carry on when you're excited, sir? No. So that was that. That was just a thing. Then touching on Game Pass. That like, I mean, Outriders is the big news there, isn't it? But like overall, it's it's just continuing to be insanely good value. At what point, do you know what it is? The value is so good at the minute. Like, to the point where I feel like I'm robbing Microsoft at the minute. Like, at what point does this price go up? Well, there's two things here. Does the price go up or do they take content off? No. And then They'll not take content off. They'll not take content off. I think that would potentially kill it if you started taking content off. You have to put the price up. But then you have to find that sweet spot of, like, what's enough that you get financially, the company gets gains from it to the tune of fucking millions, by the way, because there's that many subscribers. What's the sweet spot of people don't leave because it's too much and they deem it a piss take, but at the same time, you still manage to get a tasty little cash injection? I mean, what, where are we at? No, as of January, it was um, 18 million subscribers. 18 million? 18 million. What's the cost of Game Pass? Have we done this math before? I'm a, I'm a little buzzed. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little buzzed. So um, I'm just going to do So 18, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0 times entry level Game Pass is 7.99. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
143. Well, if I round up, it's 144 million pound a month. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, Microsoft. I need to create some sort of subscription service to something. I just I haven't figured out what yet. <laughs> Imagine earning 140 odd million a month. Jesus Christ. What's uh even Sony have kind of didn't they didn't they just announce that there was like ten games coming to to was it PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Five Plus or whatever it, it, it's called? The not it's the is it not the uh, yes, it is. It's that PlayStation Collection, is it? Anyway, yeah, Sony is giving you these 10 PS4 games and PS5 games for free um, on the 25th of March. Is it Play Indoors? Is it part of that initiative? Yes, I think it is. Yeah. I saw something about it. I just... It's like Horizon and so stuff's gone in, hasn't it? Horizon, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so it's it's. I mean, pills in comparison to Xbox, but I think you know, you know, the trying. Xbox rolled the, Microsoft rolled the dice on this, and it's paid off. Massive, massively Massively. paid off. Um, I'm surprised Outriders is going in. I really, really am. But it's like you know, what else should we expect? Do you think this was a decision? Do you think they were waiting on reception of the beta before? Well, it's not a beta; it's a demo. Sorry. Do you think they were waiting on reception of the demo before the, before they finally signed on the line of like, yeah, okay, we'll go Game Pass instead. I think so. There's something about that. If I was going to be cynical, uh, I would think that was a decision made by people. People can fly uh, because they think, oh fuck, this game isn't going to review well. People won't buy it, so put it on Game Pass, and then at least we guarantee X amount of income. That's if I was going to be cynical, because there's a lot of like the people who wouldn't buy it based on feedback of the demo might still be tempted to be like, oh well, if I've already got Game Pass, I'll I'll try it. It's not it's not spoiling. Do you know what I mean? I'm playing Prey or fucking Dishonored to as part of the Bethesda Softworks titles on, on Game Pass currently, so why not try Outriders? I'm getting me money's worth out of Prey and Dishonored right now. Or the Master Chief collection. Or one of these fucking EA titles, so why would I not? So, yeah. I mean, I'm absolutely yeah. fucking going to try it, you know what I mean? It's going to save yeah, me and money. I, and I will. I was, no, I was probably not going to buy it, but I'll try it now. So it's... Uh, it, it's... It's where the future's going, I think. Yeah. In terms of subscription gaming. Yeah, we're seeing enough of it at the minute. And uh, you know, unless you unless you're guaranteed like that, you're going to recoup and make your profits, you know, through sales alone. Mm-hmm. This is one way, to, particularly in crowded marketplaces with games like this. I um, I'm I'm to be honest, really looking forward, and I say this as someone who has Octopath Traveler on the Switch. I'm really looking forward to seeing what Octopath Traveler looks like when it turns up on Game Pass. I don't know enough about it to see if they've actually done any sort of uh, like improvements. Do you know what I mean? Like, has it has it had HDR added or something ridiculous like that? You see, there's other thing. Uh, the thing that like, I like about it, like, there's tons of Johnny ass games hidden in the, in the mix. 
in on Game Pass. In Game Pass. Oh, absolutely. Kind of get stirred for them. Kind of get stirred <laughs> for them. And these are my bread and butter sometimes if I just want to just join in and play a, a, a classic adventure game. Yeah, or yeah. Something that came from the, you know, that is very much in the style of or um, a spiritual successor to a classic adventure game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for it. All for yeah. it. What else? Uh, what else we got on that docket there, Johnny? Um, so Marvel's Avengers, the uh, HD, not HD, the PS5, or, and the next gen um, version has been released now. I think. Yes. Yeah. It's out. Um, along with the, um, which had uh, uh, Hawkeye. It did. Yeah, new content for Hawkeye. But they've announced that um, the Black Panther is coming. And an expansion called War for, Ka- for Wakanda. Later War for Wakanda. Extension to the map. Uh, yeah. Looks pretty cool. Does <laughs> um, trailer, to be fair. <laughs> it's like, to be honest, it wasn't that long ago. It might have been last week or the week before. I jumped back into Avengers uh, and it's still got issues. Uh, oh, yeah. That was before the, the patch. The patch is there now. But my PS5 is full, so <laughs> like I don't. I'm 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 torn. I'm I'm between a rock and a hard place here. Do I install Avengers again on my PS5 and play it with the PS5 patch, knowing that it's just as fucking buggy as it was when I've got on the PS4? And play through that Hawkeye. I want to play through the Hawkeye campaign. The Hawkeye campaign looks really fucking decent. It's like a time travel-esque campaign like in the it goes to the future jumps back and forth from what i gather uh i do want to play it i want to fill out my roster on avengers and i'm like but it's broken but then i see this wakanda is the next thing that's coming and that's going to be huge we spoke about this not too long ago that's clearly going to be huge the wakanda thing's going to be massive it has to be and their version of the Black Panther, what does he look like? What does the Mar- what does the MGU version of the Black Panther look like? Yes. Um, so, like, Avengers is doing enough to pull people back in. It's just... It's also not doing enough to keep those people. Like, the bugs are still there. Like, come on. You're doing yourself damage here. You've got an absolutely killer fucking license on your hands. I just hope Wakanda's the one. Like, I genuinely hope Wakanda's the one that fixes it for them. Well, the other thing for me is, you know, we got this on PlayStation. Yeah. All right. And it's kind of, you know, there was a big marketing push of saying Spider-Man's coming. Yeah. You know, it's going to be easy. He's a um, playable car- uh, exclusive playable character for the play- PlayStation version. Mm-hmm. He's not coming until summer gone, let's mm-hmm. say, at the earliest. You know, yeah. Are people is that are people going to come back for that for, for him at that point if the game hasn't been fixed and sorted out at that point? And no, I don't think they will. Would people come back just for Spider Man? I think Spider Man's going to become a very big bone of contention for people very soon. I think so. Yeah. Because I'm almost certain in the original roadmap he was supposed to be out by now. Exactly, and this is what I think. If they brought him out with a game that's buggy, that's almost. Is worse, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. That's just as just as bad. Excuse me, just as bad press. Mm-hmm. If you've got like your, your 
your flagship character. If you come off, especially if you... that doesn't work. Yeah, if you come off the back of Spider-Man, then Spider-Man Remastered and Spider-Man Miles Morales, all of them fucking solid 9 out of 10s. And then you yeah. get Spider-Man on a PS4 version of Avengers and he's dog shit or he's buggy or he's just shit. Exactly. Like, and this, this this might be a thing of like studio intervention saying we're, we're not jeopardising our... Get your shit together. Get your shit together before we put this IP in there. Yeah. Exactly. Because they, they don't want to be dragged down by what... Like, by, by something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, but I agree. No, I, I mean, I, I, the reveal was interesting, and like, you know, it's a new area of, you know, with Wakanda. There's so much potential. I just hope that we get the mechanics right of it. Same, same, same. Let's let's Johnny. Let's put some fucking time in the diary here, right? Let's just fucking do this. Let's box off the Hawkeye campaign. Let's get yeah. characters leveled up. Let's just get ready for Wakanda, and then let's well, just see what I, it looks like. I really want my PlayStation Five. Because I can upgrade it, and and that's what I'm excited about. I'd like to play this upgraded. I'm going to have to look at see what I can delete off this hard drive then, because I'm full. I'm full already. Two Call of Duty games has done serious damage to my hard drive. How's the Xbox looking? Still got 87% on mine. I'm at 70-something percent used on the Xbox. So, not too bad. But again, the Xbox... I'm not. We haven't seen a giant. Like, we haven't seen Halo. The closest thing to a massive triple A that I've got on that hard drive is Gears Five. Yeah. And that's an old ass game. Do you know what I mean? That's that's two years ago now. Yeah. I'm. Have you still got um, Cyberpunk installed. Cyberpunk is still installed. Yeah, that is still installed on the Xbox. Uh, that I, I might tear that off. Well, to be fair, I'm not struggling for space on Xbox right now, so I won't. But, um, yeah, I've got a lot of just these games that I love to drop in and out of. So it's it's Minecraft, it's Fortnite, it's Apex, it's uh, Dead by Daylight, uh, Friday the 13th. It's all these little just uh, either indie multiplayer games. I, I, I can you call Dead by Day? Well, yeah, it's, it is. I suppose it is indie. <laughs> but what, like that level of game? That's what my Xbox is full of right now. It's got nothing, nothing of any real substance on there. Cyberpunk, but no, no. Anyway, anyway. Problem for the future. Problem for the future. Future franchise problem. Um, little bit of news I had because it's probably a Johnny ass game type of news that mm-hmm. Disco Elysium, the final cut, is hitting consoles this month. Um, I've literally just fucking bought this bastard on Steam as well. <laughs> so it's confirmed for PS4 and PS5 on March 30th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stadia at the same time, but no dates for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch just yet. Honestly, such a fucking Johnny ass game this. Such a Johnny ass game. Oh. Detective RPG. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like, I genuinely think all we're going to hear about out of you for the months following the release of that game is Disco Elysium. Yeah. I think it's just got just massive, nice guy Johnny vibes. It looks incredible as well, to be fair. Yeah. I know it got I'm... a lot of Game of the Year nods and might have won a couple from like smaller yeah, publishers. But yeah. like, 
huge, and it it looks so good, so good, so different to everything else, even in the top down space, like so different, uh, and it's, it's, it's yeah. It's got a TV adaptation in the works, apparently, as well. Has it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. From the producers of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So uh, You'll be fucking... F- you'll be fuming with that, are you? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see Sonic, but it did get a decent review. For what Sonic was actually very enjoyable, by the way. So, you know, let, let's, let's see. But I, I still stand by it that the medium doesn't need adaptations. But no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Where there's money to be made. Money, money, money. Make it. So that that uh, and the last bit of news, a bit of a, a bit of a sour news, I suppose. Um, Gotham Knights was announced today as being delayed until twenty twenty two. The hits keep coming. The hits keep coming. I mean, we did say this uh, last week, maybe the week before, that um, there was an interview with either Reggie Fiamme or Phil Spencer. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been Reggie actually. And he'd said, look, if a game was in development last year, it's going to be delayed this year. Like, unless you were releasing last year, your game's getting delayed. uh... Obviously, this adds to, you know, there's Hogwarts Legacy that's been delayed, Lord of the Rings Gollum, Grand Turismo 7, Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, which is... It's own problem we've discussed. That's a um, that's that's risking going a step beyond delayed straight into fucking cancelled. Mm-hmm. Um, even the DLC for Cyberpunk's delayed. Uh, Returnal that's coming out April. Prince of Persia <laughs> from March to a later date, but that looked awful anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the the only one that I haven't seen a delay on, which I'm I, I'm still sort of expecting a delay on, is Bio Mutant. I think everybody's sleeping on Bio Mutant right now, and what I've seen of it, it looks fucking absolutely incredible. And I just think this could either steal the show, or it could just yeah. like it could go absolutely fucking sailing under the radar and be one of the fucking most brutally underappreciated titles of 2021 well, it's got things going for it if, it if the calendar's clearing you know what I mean yeah like if, if it's competition to, like, here's the other thing right Far Cry was supposed to be out February was it yes I think right that, that's gone very quiet <laughs> right well, they did push um, that then, back, didn't they? They pushed it back because they oh, said they didn't they didn't need it in the twenty uh, the twenty twenty FY slate. Yeah, exactly. But they pushed it back. But still, there's been nothing no else date. coming out of it. No, yeah. no date, no gameplay, no whatever. Right. Um, then the other the other worrying thing is, um, will Horizon Forbidden West be out this year? Well, yeah. It feels, like it, feels yeah. like it has to be, but again, you know, if it's going back to games that were in development this year, you know, will not be released, and that that brings us back to your your biggest fear that God of War won't be this year. 
I, that that was before COVID. God of War was not coming out. <laughs> God of War was not coming out. So I don't care who the fuck you are or what the fuck you tell us. You could be fucking Corey Barlog himself and tell me that God of War was supposed to come out in 2021 and I would look at you right in your face and say, Corey, you beautiful fucking human, thank you for what you did in 2018. I will remember this for the rest of my life, but you can fuck right off if you think I'm going to believe that God of War Ragnarok was going to come out in 2021. We don't even know that's called Ragnarok, do we? Nah, not confirmed. Exactly. Not confirmed. Uh, so, yes. So, you know, unfortunately, the hits keep coming in terms of delays. Um, so it makes you think about how far off is um, Justice League. Not Justice League, sorry. Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. Yeah, kill the Justice League. Yeah. Well, they were never going to come out. That, that was supposed to be coming out next year anyway, so that might be... Might be all right. I don't know. I don't Every, know. If everything gets pushed, everything there's a push, isn't there? So it should just domino effect. Shit just starts to slide all over the place. I mean, the, the, it, we're, we're, we're worried about all these delays, but we've still got games coming out April, May, you know. Uh, Mass Effect, um, mm-hmm. Resident Evil Village. Yeah, kind of wait. That's going to sneak up and be just by itself, almost, so... Yeah. Yeah. Rough, rough with the smooth. Rough with and the smooth. The docket is cleared. This the, docket is clear. This docket is clear. Should we? Uh, should we head to the dirt sheets? So. See if there's anything percolating on these dirt sheets. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. That was that uh, that video where that girl fell through a glass table, wasn't it? What's that? That song. There was, there was like a, a video back in the day where a girl was dancing on a glass table going, it's time for the percolator, it's time for the percolator. And then she went through the glass table and she goes, she looks at the camera and says, it's in my... And then the video cuts out. So it's like, <laughs> where is the shard of glass? Where have you been stabbed, woman? What is it inside of? (laughs) (laughs) I need to know. I need to know. Is it your ass? Is it your puss? Is it your leg? (laughs) I'm not really saying anything jumping out here by way of uh, massive news. Some cyberpunk stuff. Next big cyberpunk patch will fix cops and cars apparently um falcon and winter soldiers out johnny as is the snyder cut i need to watch the snyder cut i don't know how but i need to watch it i might just sneak around and watch it through you in through windy i tell you what i'll even do mate if you want to sneak around and watch it i'll just i'll just leave the house you can just come in and watch it i can sit in the garden for a bit I'll take the dog out for four hours. <laughs> four hours. Christ. I've watched it. It's worth every fucking, literally every second of it. Right, Johnny, after this podcast, I'm getting. I'm, I'm going to the PS5. I'm going to try and free up some space for the Avengers. Fuck it, let's do this. Let's do this. 
Boys and girls, this has been a production of Franchise Wise Games. If you've liked what you heard today, why not leave us, leave us one of those glowing five-star reviews over there on Apple Podcasts or if you're on, um, you know, the other <coughs> um, system like I am, you know, whatever your Filthy. podcast choice is. Filthy! Don't, don't put me off my stride, sir. <laughs> if you have a burning desire to be part of anything we've discussed uh, tonight, just reach out, get in touch through the socials. We're always looking to push the conversation forward. And very much want you to be a part of it. The franchise is available on the um, socials uh, Twitter at the franchise or Instagram at the underscore franchise. Uh, or you can get in touch with me, producer Nice Guy Johnny, at Twitter at nice underscore guy underscore Johnny or at Instagram at nice dot guy dot Johnny. If you want, if you're just craving more content, the franchise also streams at www.twitch.tv slash the franchise, streaming every Sunday, Monday, and Wednesdays. Warzone. Bit of Fortnite coming, sir. Yes, yes sir. Yes, yes sir. Yeah. Uh, not a single stream has been missed, by the way. This guy works hard. Hard. Busiest so, man in the uh, business. Busiest man in the business. Um, so, yeah, until next time. Laters. Uh, Laters. Thumbsticks, bitches. <laughs>